Have no fear of missing out. The show's about FOMO. Your host is Brian Franzo. I'll tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, iSocial Fans. So as always, I, I work hard to you know, not only cure your fear of missing out, but hopefully provide a different view or take on some of the things that are, are going on um, across the, uh, the, the digital world as a whole. You know, I, I'm very blessed to be, you know, most of my focus is I try to be everywhere and on every channel and using every channel so that then I can educate my clients, educate you, my podcast community. And it's interesting because, you know, our sponsor for this show, Nine Spokes, you know, that's the reason they reached out to me. Not only did they believe that I had an amazing community and audience, but they believed that you know my ability to educate and kind of bring people into the light to understand what was going on uh, was something important because you know they have a smart dashboard that allows you to plug in multiple different uh, tools and APIs so that you can leverage and view all of your data as a small business or entrepreneur in one view. And that requires not only kind of an omni-channel thinking, but it also requires an understanding of the value of data across all of the different channels. So um, make sure you check out uh, ninespokes.fomofans.live. Just put ninespokes.fomofans.live in your browser. And then just fill out the little uh, form down there. It is free to sign up. It probably takes you two minutes max. And then uh, once you start uh, clicking and, and authorizing your different apps, it'll start populating your data, and I want to thank Nine Spokes for, for being the amazing sponsor of uh, FOMO fans. And on this episode, we're going to do things a little bit different. I thought it'd be a little bit of fun. I'm not sure if you've heard of the app called Anchor. If you listen to this show, it was actually one of the apps that I suggested on um, my episode where I said there's four apps for every entrepreneur to use uh, to grow their personal brand. Anchor was one of them. And Anchor um, came out, uh, I believe, January or February of 2016. I I actually did my very first Anchor February um, 16th of 2016. Uh, I got to hang out with the Anchor team at South by Southwest that year. Um, I really enjoyed the Anchor community. I loved the app itself, but I, I was struggling to find time to consume content on there. And I also kind of just prioritized Snapchat and Instagram stories over um, Anchor at the time. And, and now you fast forward a little over a year and a half later, and they've really changed the app. They now allow you to push your um, your content directly into a podcast, so you can create a audio clips five minutes at a time, and then push them into each episode into the podcast player. So they give you an RSS feed, and it pushes directly into iTunes and Google Play, which to me is amazing because if you if anyone's produced a podcast, it takes a lot of work. There's lots of nuances, you know, between the editing, the uploading it into the podcast player, the show notes. Everything that I do for this show, um, which is a couple hours each week, um, they're kind of making that simple with one press of one button. But I also love because you know I talk a lot about the importance of video, and I talk a lot about the reason I love podcasting is because it's a really intimate experience. It's, it's truly intimate. But I've been getting a lot of clients ask me a simple question. 
Brian, which is better, vlogging or video blogging or podcasting? And so the question comes down, what is the difference between video content and audio content? And I decided to answer this question via an anchor segment. So you're gonna hear a five minute clip where I'm answering this question. And then I talk a little bit about why I use Facebook Live as well as uh, you know uh, uploading this as a podcast as well. And I'm gonna let you guys listen to that clip and then I'm gonna come back on here and give you a little bit more uh, details and take and then make sure you uh, check out uh, anchor.fm and Anchor is available on any of the uh, Android or um, iTunes or Apple players. And if you do sign up for Anchor because you listen to this uh, FOMO fans episode, make sure to send me a tweet and just say, hey, Brian, I, I signed up for Anchor and, and their Twitter handle is at Anchor. And just let me know so that uh, I know that that you guys are enjoying some of the tools that I, I kind of bring to your light. But uh, before we get into any more detail on that, let's take a listen to two clips from my Anchor and then a special call in from my good friend Avi. Podcasting or live video? Video or audio? It's kind of an interesting question. And as someone that's a live streaming evangelist, I keynote speak about the power of, of video. And I've been a podcaster for four years. I now host two podcasts myself, but I've been a listener of podcasts for seven years. It's a question I often get. And with the growth of apps like Anchor, and even today, LinkedIn adding video options for native uploads of video on LinkedIn. The question's an interesting one, but for me, it's, it comes down to understanding the behaviors of your audience as well as the context and objective of your content. When you're thinking about audio, and, and the reason I'm such a, a lover of podcasting and I'm a big fan of this Anchor app is not only does it allow us to multitask, which in this world of digital change and digital chaos is extremely important, it also allows us to use our imagination and allow ourselves to picture the host, picture the story, and really allows us to take some of the content and some of the information and really personalize it in our own way without any kind of um, disruption or guidance for the most part um, from a from a video or visual um, medium hence why serial was so powerful um, as a podcast because they were able to tell the crime drama via audio only allowing the audience to really determine what the bad guy looked like how the situation looked like and and allowing that to happen allows for not only it to be a personal experience, but it allows it to be a very intimate uh, connection between the voice, the host, and the listener, which is why you know audio to me is so powerful. But at the same time, video can be amazing when you're when you're you know engaging and you want to keep someone engaged and use visual props as well as kind of draw people in so that they see your passion or they understand. Um, what's going on and, and for me the the video side is with video you you can't really multitask for most part and people have to decide usually within three to eight seconds of starting a video if they want to set aside that time to consume that content and I think that's the real bone that's the real thing you have to think about do does your audience is the content that you're that you're creating on video 
so compelling that your audience is going to drop everything that they're doing to consume it or maybe save it to consume it at a later time because it's that valuable or is your audience you know natively multitasking and the idea of consuming it via audio is valuable now remember because a lot of your audience for podcasts or anchors are either working or working out or in their car the multitasking or doing something else at the same time um, prevents some of the more direct call to actions or um, kind of requires us to do a couple of things differently. And so I'll kind of leave you with this. For me, audio and when I'm doing things on podcasting or even here on Anchor, you know, saying something three times or reiterating a different point across multiple um, episodes to me is perfectly fine because for so many listeners, Sometimes they might not even listen to an entire show or an entire anchor or an entire episode. And therefore, reiterating it multiple times for those that even might be multitasking might make it stick in their head. Where on video, I believe getting to the point, captivating them, and then really having a, a reason for it, right? And I think having a call to action having a direction of where you want to go is super important with video. Whereas in audio, it is more of that relation intimacy builder that allows for the personalization as well as allows someone to not completely interrupt their lives and world. And so I think of that when I create video, I think of that when I create audio, I love both mediums as amazing ways to deliver content. Interestingly enough, I when I goes to consuming content because I am so busy and I run around like a madman as well as have three daughters, I don't actually consume much video. I consume a lot of podcasts and I read more blogs, but that's me. Hope you guys enjoyed Something to Ponder, video versus audio. Make sure your strategies are unique. Now you might have heard that last anchor and thought, wait a second, why does Brian stream his Paris, his podcast episodes live on Facebook Live, Periscope, and YouTube if he was talking about that unique audience and a unique relationship that everyone has with video versus podcasting or versus audio content? And the answer is pretty simple. For me and the way that I work with my business, the way that I work with my community, is I don't ask for people to follow me on every channel. I don't um, do a whole lot of hard call to actions. Rather than doing that, I actually decided to bring my content to all of the channels in all of the different forms and allow my community to decide how, where, when, and why they consume what they consume. I use Snapchat stories different than Instagram stories, but when it comes to me posting or promoting content more often than, than not, I, I'm not focused on download numbers of my podcast. I would rather uh, split the downloads and have half the people listen on audio and half the people listen on video if that's their preferred method. Because for me, it's kind of like Burger King. It, I want my community to have it their way right away in any way they so choose. But doing so also makes it harder for me to sell sponsorship or maybe easier to sell sponsorship as my sponsors aren't looking for download numbers, rather true influence and true total number of users that are engaged. Therefore, those that are engaged via podcast downloads or those that are engaged via comments within the live video. 
it does make it a little harder for me to uh, gain traction uh, from an SEO perspective inside of iTunes because my podcast doesn't look as popular or doesn't look as downloaded as many other shows, yet I probably have more downloads than most because of those that listen via the live video. And for me, giving up that SEO on iTunes for the customization and personalization of my community, allowing them to decide how they want to consume content is a no-brainer, and that's the why. Brian, I so dig your strategy, and it makes absolute perfect sense, as we were talking about the other day. And the other beauty of video and audio is that they're synergistically beneficial to each other. The strategy in where you can invite video viewers in to compliment and comment in an audio setting here on Anchor makes even your standard traditional podcasting a tremendous asset where you're bringing together your audience in a community setting here where they can not only interact with you, the broadcaster, but with other listeners and build even a stronger relationship and community. So I see a grand synergistic effect with products like the Anchor app along with the strengths of video and its ability to have visual explanation. And I think it's tremendous. So thanks, my brother. Always love what you got to say. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. So as you might have kind of definitely could hit, tell a little bit of the audio difference there um, from my Anchor audio, from the, the audio I'm recording right now on my podcasting mic, but the, the quality of the audio as well as kind of the ability to not only create um, audio clips, which, you know, I just created that from my iPhone. Um, and it, they allow you to create five minute clips and you, of course, can do them back to back to back. But I also love that the listener community can call in, which is what Avi did there. And he called in and I can add his one minute clip or one minute comment directly to my audio. So my podcast, my anchor listeners can actually listen to my content and then some call in content. You can even add music and some um, transitions inside of the anchor app and then of course add additional content. But you know to me this is something that I really believe in. You know, I use a term called participatory content, which participatory content to me uh, is the ability to, for you to create content over a period of time and allow your audience, the community, to dictate where you go with the content, the type of content, even kind of um, the, the outcome of the content. And I, you know, I think back as a, as a kid born in 1981, you know, I think of those choose-your-own-adventure books and the idea that you can not only choose your own adventure, but you felt like you could personalize and customize the story each time. And I think when we look at content, we look at traditional radio, we look at traditional TV, I mean, why did people call into a radio station and wait on hold for sometimes an hour at a time, only for them to just get on there and say, hey, this is Brian Fanzo, and I'm requesting, you know, uh, I want to listen to the, you know, in sync. Uh, and they're like, thanks for calling in. And you wait on an hour to just get your voice heard for 10 seconds on the radio. It's because you want to participate. You want to feel like you're a part of it. But you also want to know that the radio station cares about your opinion. And that's why I look at live video and even video blogging or uh, storytelling on apps like Instagram stories and Snapchat stories 
because when I when I create a story on Instagram stories, for for example, I'll create three or four 10 second Instagram clips, and then my audience will will reply to them. They'll they'll send me messages. They'll say, "Wow, Brian, I love that," or "Brian, um, tell us more about this," or they'll even ask me questions. And for me, this is this is the essential gold when it comes to building a community. When it comes to you know investing in your audience, because not only now are they able to um, know that I'm listening, they are able to understand that I care about their their value. I care about what they have to say, but I can even include them in the content. And to me, this is where content is going. I believe participatory content, including podcasts, is what we need to do because it shrinks the distance between me, the content creator, or me, the podcast host, or me, the video blogger, and you, the listener, you, the community. And I really love this ability to have call-ins. I love the idea that we can um, add people's voice and add the community to part of these different, um, you know, uh, conversations. I mean, it's really why most podcasts do the interview style, you know, and I do that style of interview um, with my other podcast, Smack Talk, um, with Daniel Newman. But the reason that most people add more than one, um, you know, person is not only because it helps grow, but it's one of those things that allows different viewpoints. It also allows um, you to include all of these different voices in your content. And I think we have to look at video content as well as audio content and figure out ways to add participatory elements. And right now, I don't believe there's a better app to do that than Anchor. And I also believe there's no better way to do that in video than live video using Facebook Live or Periscope. Because when you team it up with some of the other tools that are out there, it makes that so easy to do, and it truly does make it a fun experience. So I hope you guys got a little bit of fun of this. I'm not paid by Anchor. Anchor didn't ask me to create this content. I've actually probably talked about Anchor now three times, three different episodes um, of this podcast, and it's because I want to help you guys understand that there are ways and things available to not only create content yourself, but to grow your voice, to be a part of other people's content. And ultimately, we all have a story to tell. And now it's about how do we tell that story and make sure our voice is heard. But what my favorite part is, I truly believe the future of innovation is collaboration. And collaborating via participatory content is where it's at. Hope you guys enjoyed a little bit different of an episode here, mixing up different kinds of content from different areas. As always, check out my sponsor. They sponsor this show. They make it possible for me to create this content every week. It is Nine Spokes. If you just type in your browser, ninespokes.fomofans.live. I'll also include that in the show notes. Sign up for their, their dashboard, and, and that's how I truly show my sponsor that um, it's valuable to sponsor this podcast, is the more people that, that sign up for their free tool, the more they're going to sponsor the show and the more episodes I can bring to you guys. Without further ado, guys, I hope you make it a wonderful week. I'm actually heading to New York City for uh, Innovation Congress, which is what you heard about on the last episode, episode 40. And I believe I'll probably record uh, an episode or two live there from New York City. So stay tuned for that. And as always, you know, I'm iSocial fans on every single channel. So follow me on Anchor. It's anchor.fm slash iSocialFans, anchor.fm slash iSocialFans, or just look up iSocialFans, download the app on App Store or Google Play. Make it a great one, my friends. Yeah.